Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Today's episode of Wine and Dime is sponsored by Rooted Planning Group, a fee-only financial planning firm that believes life is about events, supported by your dollars and cents. And we want to help you achieve your goals. Hop on over to www.rootedpg.com to learn more about the services. Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that helps you in both your life and financial vineyard. We hope it takes you from your roots to the journey of your vines and the influences in the air that have helped craft your delicious life. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. Hey, podcast listeners, Amy Irvine here once again, and this uh, podcast episode is a continuation of my part one about the insurance conference that I went to. So in February, I attended a conference sponsored by a company called LLIS. LLIS works with fee-only financial planners, since fee-only financial planners don't sell product, uh, they only get paid if they you know, have a client that pays them. They can work with us so that we can get the products and services that we can't get to you through our own sales process. So I attended the conference and I got some really good information. And last week we talked about life insurance. This week, I don't know if this is a better topic or not. It's disability. But before we get into that, for all you wine listeners, I want to make sure that I get out there and explain to you or not explain, but share with you my pick of the week as I travel around the world with my taste buds in 2023. I started with Prejean wine. I'm going to finish with Prejean wine this month. The wine that I'm going to make you uh, want to just savor over is their Riesling. They have three different Rieslings, actually. They have a semi-sweet, they have a a semi-dry, and then if you are lucky enough to get your hands on it, They have a goldfinch Riesling that will trick your taste buds like you would not believe. So go to Prejean Winery, go to their website, try out some of their wines. I think you're going to absolutely love it. Now that we've talked about the good stuff, (laughs) let me tell you about the good stuff around disability. So really the purpose of today's conversation is risk transfer or risk absorption. When it comes to uh, any kind of risk and disability is one of those risks, how do we either plan for the risk or how do we um, transfer the risk, right? So that's basically in any kind of insurance, that's basically how you would want to think about it. So one one thing that I would say... (laughs) 
Um, most of you, if you have, if you're working for a company, if you're not self-employed, you probably have some basic disability insurance through work. It might be 50% of your salary. It may be, you may be able to elect up to um, three, two thirds of your salary. You may be able to add a little bit more just depending on your employer. And you may have none and you may only have short-term disability versus long-term disability. So short-term disability typically has a seven-day sort of waiting period before you can get disability. And many people would use vacation time during that. And then sometimes you'll see it go up to 26 weeks. So you'll see short-term disability go up to 26 weeks and then long-term disability kicks in. Again, this is a perfect reminder for you to take time to find out if you have any kind of disability insurance through your employer and if you can elect the coverage if you do have it and haven't done so far. Typically, it's only allowed during open enrollment periods. So if you're not in open enrollment, it's probably that you're going to have to wait. In most cases, disability insurance is meant to provide a paycheck if you, if you have a disability that prevents you from working and earning an income. So we're thinking about things like disability insurance, income protection on disability income, all of those kinds of things. And the question is, what are the chances of you becoming disabled? Well, one in four, one in four of today's 20-year-old will become disabled before they retire. Now, that's a really big number, one in four. That's 25% of people that are in their 20s right now will become disabled. Now, accidents are not usually the culprit. It can be things like in you know back injuries. It could be cancer, heart disease, and other illnesses that cause the majority of the long-term absences. And if you don't have disability insurance, because some people will say to me, well, you know, I'll eventually qualify for social security, but what do you do in the meantime? I loved a slide that they put out there that I thought was particularly interesting because it was the most common reasons for long-term disability claims are um, by percentage, muscular skeletal Disorders are 20, almost 28%. Cancer is 15%. Injuries such as fractures, sprains, and strains of the muscles and, and ligaments is 12%. Mental health issues is 9.3%. And car, uh, circulatory, which is heart and stroke, are 8.2. Let those numbers sink in for quite a moment because when I started, you know, like thinking of muscular musculoskeletal disorders, that's 28%. That's a really large percentage is cancer being 15. What you might be asking, what is a muscle, musc, I have a hard time saying it myself, musc, musculoskeletal disorder. It's things like arthritis, herniate, herniated or dis, um, generated disc, back pain, spine and joint disorders, cartilage, spine, tendonitis, all of those kinds of things can happen at any age, but when you're 20 in your 20s, you have a 25% more of a chance of that happening during your working life. Well, when we think about even things like cancer and tumors, the top reasons are things like breast cancer, prostate cancer, lymphoma, Hodgkinson's disease, leukemia, tumors, all of those are horrible things that we don't want to think about, but think about how much your family would suffer if your income was completely lost. And a big one when it comes to mental disorders, it could be things like depression, drug and alcohol substance abuse, bipolar disorder, 
anxiety, even obsessive compulsive disorder. These are all things that are common claim diagnoses. So if you become disabled, will you be ready? That was a question that they posed. Or will your loved ones have to face serious financial hardship and possibly even, you know, have to sell the home or foreclose or even bankruptcy? So the resources that we would pull from would be savings, investments, family, maybe selling assets, and then eventually maybe social security. On average, Social Security gives you about $1,300 per month on average. If you think about what your income is right now, Social Security typically does not replace it. And then how long does it take? I keep mentioning eventually you'll get Social Security. Well, the average response time for Social Security after the application for Social Security disability income benefits is three to four months and could be as long as eight months. And if Social Security denies requests for benefits, for the need to file a request for reconsideration could possibly take three to four more months. I would say that uh, cases are decided according, if you have to appeal, cases um, decided by an administrative law judge if reconsideration is denied are the next step. And honestly, those can take from two to two months to two years. So that's why I keep saying eventually. Okay, I've given you all the bad news. Now let me tell you what you can do if you'd like to sort of plan for that. Where can you get coverage? How can you transfer this risk? Well, I mentioned it earlier. You can get group disability policy through your employer. You can get an individual disability policy and you can get it through potentially industry associations. The things that you need to take into consideration when you're thinking about a policy would be the base monthly benefit, which is the monthly benefit amount. um, What's the max amount of money that you would receive monthly from a disability? And then you would want to determine by income and any other coverages in force. So you kind of have to look at all of those things when we're designing the plan in and of itself. And then you can add things like own occupation. So if you become disability disabled from your own occupation, not any occupation. So own occupation says, if I can't do my job, then I would be considered disabled. Also, would it be, would you want to have on a residual disability? So I can do something, but I'm not going to be able to be paid what I used to be paid. That's residual disability or a longer lasting disability. COLA, is there going to be a cost of living included in the riders? And then there's also something called CAT and FIO. Probably too much information, but if you are looking at things like, like I said, I want to go back for just a moment and talk about own occupation and any occupation. As I mentioned, own occupation means you can no longer form the duties that you normally would do in the skill that you are currently trained for. So for example, if I couldn't as a financial planner ever act as a financial planner again because of my disability, then own occupation is going to give me my benefit. Residual disability allows me to collect a partial disability monthly benefit if there's a loss of 20% of my income due to disability. So potentially if I was to go off on disability, but let's say it's a partial disability, I could work part-time or I could work part-time someplace else, but I need to replace the rest of my income. That's residual disability. So cost of living, as I mentioned, is exactly what it is. It has a cost of living rider in it. And then I mentioned um, CDP, CDR, right? So CDR would be a 
because a catastrophic disability rider, those are things that you can add on. A catastrophic disability rider allows additional monthly benefits on top of the base monthly benefits for catastrophic disabilities like loss of two limbs, hearing and eyesight, or even congenitive injury or or can't perform two out of the six daily activity living. So we talk about that a lot in long-term care, but that also can be a cat writer or a CDR writer. In order to have a catastrophic claim, um, you usually have to have some sort of cognitive injury or you have to have something that goes along with, like I mentioned, you know, you can't do two of the, the six ADLs. You also might want to have what I call the FIO, which is a future increase option. And a future increase option allows for future monthly benefit purchases as income grows. These are particularly good plans if you're thinking about somebody who might be in a low income field initially, That, but there it is intent, it is believed that their field will grow into something that is more uh, income ba- income oriented. So one thing that I always think about is like residents. So doctors that are doing their residents, their income is low initially, but then it grows to be pretty significant later in their career. So they can take out a policy and let's say their income grows from, I don't know, $100,000 to $110,000. The person could add an additional amount of coverage onto their plan without any particular underwriting uh, requirements. And that's particularly good for somebody who's young because as we age, we start to get things start to be a little more challenging for underwriting. Now, what determines the cost of disability insurance? As I mentioned, age, occupation, income, whether you're a male or a female, whether you're a male or female, and if you have already enforced coverage. I want to. take a moment to just say there's also sometimes some new professional programs that are out there. So if you find yourself in a new, you know, again, new profession, and you're just looking to get some coverage out there, they call them a new professional program. And you can usually get some coverage even there. And you can also do, you can also get a rider that with that new coverage, the new professional program coverage that will add the student loan rider on there that says, if you become disabled, your undergrad and graduate loans could have some payments built into there. So you could actually could help you if with student loan payments, if you become disabled. So I know that was a lot of information thrown at you. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or want to discuss this topic further, please feel free to reach out to us and schedule a discovery call at www.rootedpg.com. That's www.rootedpg.com. We hope you've enjoyed this episode as always. And we'd love to know if you'd like to hear a bit more about any particular topic at all. We'd also ask that you share this with your friends because the more people that uh, listen to us, the more that we can help. And we also ask that you like us on any of the devices that you're listening to this on. Thank you so much. And we hope you've enjoyed the show. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dime. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. And don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.